Welcome to Keeping It Real podcast with Kim Har and Kim Spence Mullen. We're real life friends who discuss real life problems in a real life way. As you listen to this podcast, we celebrate the good, support you through the bad, and point you to a real life God who has the answers. We invite you to join us at the table where together we'll laugh, sometimes we'll cry, but most importantly, our promise is to show up and do real life together. Hi, friends. Welcome to... <laughs> what are we doing? Okay, let me start <laughs> Lord. All right. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the Keeping It Real podcast. Boy, we are so glad that you joined us today. We love having you with us. And, you know, we really talk about the idea, Kim, of that we're sitting at the table when we do this. There's room for you here. Pull up a chair. Whatever you happen to be doing today, we want you to take this time with us and enjoy spending time with us. (laughs) You know, if we were to take time to say, okay, Listeners, let's get together and, you know, we would want a big old round table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can just picture that and say, let's everybody grab, you know, a cup of coffee or tea and, and just sit down and let's just talk about life. Yeah. Everybody's got their own views and it's so good just to hear from everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So today, uh, <laughs> today, you know, what we always like to do is go, okay, well, we have our topic today and and you know we try to plan ahead but this was one of those days so we're going to keep it really really real really 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 real real um on the keeping it real podcast (laughs) because as i came in so as i mentioned we're sitting at a table and you know we have our microphones and we have a computer (laughs) and everything's plugged in and i'm looking through my things and i realize i don't have any of my notebooks or my notes or anything (laughs) and and we start talking about what we're going to do today and what we're going to talk about and we both just realized we we weren't really prepared. Were we? <laughs> well, the funny thing is, we we're texting last night, and I'm saying, okay, I think this is what we're doing. Yeah. And so we get here, and I tell you, I think we recorded this one last time. <laughs> and yeah. so, so it's like I think vaguely we did this. <laughs> yeah. I as we're texting, it's like, yeah, let's do these. Boy, those three. sound good. Yeah. It's like, well, that's why they sound good because we've already done. <laughs> we liked what we said probably (laughs) so yeah so uh this is going to be fun but you know as we got to talking about it this is you know as life happens i mean we really came up with we did the perfect topic so what's what are we we going to talk about today kim i asked you i said but you know isn't this the way life really is yes you know you get to work and you bring in your bags and you realize what you needed you left at home yeah or you're in a hurry and you can't find something you're supposed to take with you or you're supposed to wear and that's really the way life is life is messy yeah And so we're going to talk today about life being messy and what do we do? How do we handle it? How does it affect our days when life is messy? Yeah. And so I was asking you, I said, okay, I've got a keeping it real question. Okay. And I'm thinking, where did I put that question? (laughs) (laughs) Um, The question is, when is a time that you would consider 
Um, something went haywire, not according to plan. Life was messy. You may have messed up in something. Um, things just didn't go the way you wanted. <laughs> Today. <laughs> Today didn't go as I planned, but no. Well, and sometimes when, when I think about that, so <laughs> I can think immediately of a couple of times. Um, one was I had gone through an entire day of going to meetings and, and when I say meetings, sometimes it's it's really that I, I intentionally set up times to meet with women that I'm not necessarily always looking at for a business idea, but for Tulsa Women's Fellowship or something like that. So anyway, but I'd gone through the whole day meeting with two or three people and got back home and, and my son Spencer lives with me. And so, and he was looking at me kind of weird, you know, kind of like that, like a <laughs> quizzical expression. And, and finally I said, I said, what are you looking at? And he said, did you realize your shirt is on wrong side out? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I didn't. <laughs> And no one told me, so I don't know if they just thought, bless her heart. <laughs> <laughs> or it was just like, you know, I, if, if they noticed it or not. I mean, it, it, it probably wasn't one that was super <laughs> obvious. Thank the Lord, like if it had ruffles or something on it, you know. But I'm just like, yeah, that was one of those. And then um, you and I both have something in common that we love to do, which is sing mm -hmm. um, and minister through song. And and this was years ago. I had been asked to sing at a church and well, two different singing experiences with churches. But one was at a church and, uh, <laughs> you know, and I was singing this song and, and you know, it was going along where, you, <laughs> you know, the spirit's moving and you feel so good. And then I... I don't know exactly what it was, but it was like a microphone, like something happened where either the batteries were going out or something. And it, this, like, it sounded like an explosion <laughs> happened and it was like this boom and it scared me and my eyes were closed. <laughs> <laughs> so I about jumped off the stage. I was so scared. But, you know, then, like, how do you pick up after that? Because you can kind of see people snickering a little bit, you know. But then one other singing one. That's where you say, yes, Lord, I feel your power. Yeah. <laughs> Speak to us louder. Yeah, I, I think I said something like that, you know. But something I inherited from my mom, thank you, mom's side of the family, is um, the blush, the natural red blush that happens at times. So there's no hiding <laughs> behind if I'm embarrassed or, you know, like I can, but I play it off. But even then, you know, it's just one of those things. But another singing one. Now, this was one that nobody picked up on except the person that <laughs> was with me that I said when I sat down they said did you realize you said this but it the the words in the song are he reaches to the highest mountain it, the blood of Jesus mm -hmm. the blood flows to the lowest to valley, the lowest <laughs> valley. and I sang it 
it reaches to the highest valley <laughs> and flows to the lowest mountain. <laughs> so, yeah, those are just a couple of little things. Like, you know, and then like today, like not having any, I have to borrow some paper from Kim. And uh, yeah, so that's been one of those times. How about you? You know, I think the very first one happened probably, I don't know, a month, month and a half ago, two months ago. <laughs> And we've talked before, I'm a therapist, and Mm -hmm. so I come in my office, I try to dress very professional, and I get back out to my car and I realize I am wearing two completely different earrings. (laughs) I think I've even done that with a shoe once, but but my earrings are completely different. Like one is a big hoop and one is a really small one. And I look look in the mirror and I'm thinking, I cannot believe nobody said anything because it was that obvious. Like they were, you know, like costume jewelry big. (laughs) It's not like these. Yeah, I meant to do that. That's right. It it, it definitely was not a fad. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, of course, I just put it on my social media and laughed at myself and said, okay, this just was one of those days. Um, and my husband kind of teases me because now he gives me the once over before I leave in the morning for work. He'll like look at my ears. He'll, he'll kind of check me out make sure I'm make sure I'm wearing yeah. the right thing. <laughs> That's your shirts right side out. And, yeah. Yes. Well, <laughs> and I've done that, too. I've worn a shirt inside out. And it's like, why didn't anybody say anything? Yeah. Uh, yeah. um, I, I laugh on the when you're talking about singing and the mm-hmm. words because mm-hmm. um, I grew up. My dad, my dad is a poet. Mm-hmm. He's he's very gifted with words and rhyme, and I'm very thankful because there were have been many times where I have literally forgotten the words mm-hmm. to a song. Mm-hmm. And when you forget <laughs> the words, it's like you know you feel like it's deer in the headlights, right? And everybody's looking at you, yeah. and so. I just quickly threw some lines together, and as long as the last words rhymed, I don't know that anybody really knew, <laughs> but I did. Yeah. And so I, I would make up the words, or, or um, and now at this age, if I do sing somewhere, I bring the words with me. Yeah. And I just say, you know what? Forgive me. I've got these words in front of me, because I just can't remember them anymore. <laughs> And then probably two people think, oh, that's a new verse I haven't heard. If it's when you <laughs> it's really bad when you're singing like a hymn. <laughs> yes, this is verse number eighty nine that nobody told you about. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, you know, sometimes it's we can. No one knows that we've messed up right. except ourselves, right? But we know it. Yeah. And when we know it, it's like, okay, now what do we do? Yeah. And too often, I don't know about you, but my initial reaction, I mean, my initial self-talk are things like, I can't believe I did that. Yeah. Man, that was stupid. Yeah. Um, I look like a fool. Yeah. You know, all of those things that, that, that initial self-talk can be really, it can be harsh. Yeah. I think that's, that is a key, Kim, is that when we have these moments, because we're going to, I mean, it's everybody can identify with that. We are going to have moments like this. And um, if I can learn to be kinder to myself, Mm. you know, that is, we're our worst critic usually. Mm -hmm. And, and I say we are our worst critic, but usually it's in the form of, we kind of put it in someone else's voice in a way, Mm -hmm. you know, and maybe it's that you deal with things from your childhood even that, you know, your parents might have said something to you, not intentionally mm-hmm. to hurt you, but that that voice 
picks back, back up. up. Yeah. yeah. And, and you hear something like that. And, um, but also our, our own self-talk, um, can be really, um, cruel at mm-hmm. times. And, you know, I mean, coming from your perspective in dealing with and as a therapist and, you know, how do you tell people who are dealing with that? It's kind mm-hmm. of like, you're not good enough to even do this. Mm-hmm. You're not good enough. How do you deal with that, Kim? With like, I don't know if you call it imposter syndrome necessarily. I think it's a part of imposter syndrome for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. I think imposter syndrome can take many different forms. Mm-hmm. And so when we're talking about messing up and being critical of ourselves because we've actually, like we have worn a shirt inside out. Yeah. yeah there's there's no hiding that. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, when, we, when we actually can put our finger and say, okay, this actually did happen. Mm-hmm. I did wear two different earrings. Mm-hmm. I did, you know, show up at a presentation and I left all my notes at home. I did have to wing it. Yeah. Um, I think there's a part of really recognizing and asking yourself, Okay, one is what is it that I'm telling myself? Mm -hmm. And we'll know that because our bodies, we're going to get that feeling inside our bodies. We're going to feel that not in the pit of our stomach, Mm -hmm. sick to our stomach. It may be just flustered. It may, you know, so our our body is kind of like a check engine light. Mm. And so asking ourselves, okay, one is what is it that I'm telling myself? Mm -hmm. And then it's not coming into agreement with that. Mm -hmm. And it's actually coming back and it's saying things like, you know what? I'm human. Yeah. I made a mistake. Um, Whether it is reminding yourself, you know what? Everybody, everybody does this. Yeah. And something personally that I've I've really tried to incorporate is when I do make a mistake, Mm -hmm. a lot of times I'll actually say it out loud. Mm. And and I will give myself not to humiliate myself or to mock myself. Yeah. But actually to give myself grace and say, you know what? hey, this just didn't go the way I wanted it to. Man, I said something I, I embarrassed myself with or yeah. or whatever it is. And sometimes other people come back and it's like, you know what, me too. Yeah. Sometimes when somebody's really hard on themselves, yeah. I can say, you know what, I get it, me too. We, yeah. we are all human. Yeah. We all do this. We all make mistakes. We're not perfect. Right. And so when we can incorporate things like, first of all, forgive yourself for being human. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, use humor. Yeah. You know what? Smile at yourself. Yeah. Um, recognize we've lived through our worst embarrassing moments. Mm-hmm. We've lived through, <laughs> and it's not just embarrassing moments, but it's also, you know, where we feel like we've let somebody else down or ourselves right. down. Right. Um, so it's really just giving ourselves the grace. And I don't know about you, but for me, I think it gets easier the older I get. I do. Agree. I feel like I was yeah. harder on myself when I was younger. Yeah. And now I think it's more... I don't know. It it just it feels like it's a little bit easier to kind of sit back and give grace. Yeah, I love that because when you're and you're so right when you're younger. So for our our girlfriends who are in their younger years right now, I I think when something like that happens and you can look at yourself and realize with a with a a little bit of an air of joy almost mm-hmm. like you know what okay so kim 
Kim and Ken (laughs) have survived their days. And, you know, and we are living proof that um, you'll have more of those. Many, many. (laughs) But you can also understand, so is everybody else. And I think that's the uniting part of it. It's Mm -hmm. like, that's what really unites us in those moments is, you know, we say that sometimes about pain and about hard things that we go Mm -hmm. through. It, it unites us, but so does kind of these moments of, yeah, life is messy. And, <laughs> you know, when um, I was at a meeting that I was supposed to have um, sponsor, I had sponsors and I had these poster boards made and I left them at home. <laughs> I think I was there for you that prob- And I, so I went through and yep. I thought, okay, I'm just going to make light of this and say, yep. okay, imagine here's a poster from, you know, <laughs> you know, so-and-so and so-and-so and, and it really ended up and, and I felt like because it was something that mm-hmm. was lighter that really probably people remember more about that than just mm-hmm. seeing them anyway. And yeah. so I think the idea of loving yourself enough, mm-hmm. loving yourself enough to say, here you are, you are inherently still who you are. That doesn't yeah. change how people see you just because you get in a kind of a weird spot sometimes. Well, I think sometimes people love us because we're imperfect and yeah. because we're in those spots. Yeah. Um, those are, I think those are the things that connect us. Yeah. I think those are the things that connect us. Yeah. And nobody wants to compare themselves to somebody that's perfect all the time. Right. And For so sure. I think allowing ourselves to be imperfect, yeah. giving ourselves the grace, get a giggle. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Don't take yourself so seriously. Yes. Be able to smile, get a giggle out of it. Um, you know, I just <laughs> last week I had bought a, a fairly new shirt. Well, it was new when I bought it. I guess I guess it was new. <laughs> it was a new shirt. Um, and I love it, but it had this kind of scalloping on the back mm-hmm. and the back part of it is kind of like a crisscross. And so mm-hmm. I have to wear a cami under it because mm-hmm. it's kind of like a hospital gown. Oh, and, okay. and I'm always kind of like tugging. And so when I get up to write on my whiteboard, mm-hmm. you know, in, in my profession with my clients, I'm always thinking, oh, keep that hospital gown down. <laughs> I'm always kind of tugging on it. And, and, and there was a time when it like kind of stuck and came up and it's like, you know, people aren't going to put as much emphasis on that as I am. Right. And so, you know what? Take yourself a little less seriously. Take life a little less seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Because we've got to find the joy. We've got to find our way. Yeah. And, um, you know, just being hard on ourselves, it's not going to help. Yeah. And we can speak to ourselves as kindly as we speak to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we did it. We made we it did. through without <laughs> without notes. Without, <laughs> you know, we did. We decided, hey, we were going to come on and be real today. Yeah. Because this is what happens to lots of people. That's right. Including us. That's right. And so we always say that, um, well, as we close today's episode, we first of all, we want to say how excited we are to have you here as our friend. Yes. Welcome. We invite you to join us every two weeks as we dive into what it means to be real, raw, and restored. We promise to keep it real and come as we are so that you too can come as you are. And to make sure you don't miss an episode, 
subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also follow us on our Facebook page, Keeping It Real Podcast. Remember, there's room for everyone at our table, so share it with your friends.